Welcome to Subjectively Correct Sports with David Henderson and Anthony Montague. Hey, David. Oh, hey. So, old people can do a lot of really cool things. I'm learning. Like what? Like shoplift and just claim that you don't remember? or like? Yeah, you can do that. Um, you can afford things like vacations and timeshares. Also, <laughs> though... Um, if you're in super shape, apparently you can set world records in planking. Like Captain Hook walked the plank? Planking? What's that? No, like laying on your elbows and toes and keeping your back straight and planking. You know the exercise, planking. I mean, it doesn't sound hard. Should I try it? Yeah. How All long right. do you think you go plank for? I, I don't know. Maybe like... Well, I have to try it first to see. I think I've done it before, but I don't know. Here we go. Yeah. Okay. Move over to the side of the room. We're gonna start. I'm in, I'll, I'm, I'll I'm count. In, yeah. I'm in like work clothes here. Like, okay, so on my elbows? Uh, Yeah, I think it's, el- yeah, it's elbows. So like, like Shirley Temple with like my elbows and like resting my head like that? No. No? No, no, no. You're, put your arms out straight. Okay. Yeah. Now on your toes. Yeah, I'm on my toes. No, no, no. Lift your bum up. Uh, off your knees. Oh, okay. It's like this. Yes. Okay. Okay. Now okay. what? So you're going about five seconds. Okay. What like? What's the record? Like five minutes? Ten minutes? All right. This isn't the easiest thing to do. <laughs> so sixty-two year old. Yeah. Former U.S. Marine. Okay, well, that makes a difference. Okay. Uh huh. He broke the world planking record. Yeah. You're starting to shake there, David. Well, it's not easy. It's been about thirty seconds. Yeah. Um. Imagine a sixty-two year old poop got it like what? Ten minutes? Fifteen minutes? He's a marine though, so I'm gonna give him twenty minutes. So, 15 minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah. Oh, oh wait, I forgot the hours column. What? <laughs> he planked for 8 hours, 15 minutes, and 15 seconds. How is that possible? <laughs> you look like you're in a lot of pain. You threw off your glasses. Back hurts. <laughs> uh, All right. Oh. Hey, good job. You got about a minute. Um, so, only... Oh, wow. Let's see. Eight times six, four times. So only uh, 435 more of those. And I think you'd be, you know, on the record. Is that all? Yeah. Uh, That's something to work for. (laughs) So he surpassed the previous record of eight hours and one minute set by Mao Weidong in China. Huh. In 2016. Ugh. George Hood is his name. What a name for a Marine, right? George Hood. I mean, sounds like a Marine name. kind of does. Uh, no, 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 It sounds like the name. doesn't sound like the name of an actual Marine. It sounds like the name of a Marine in a book. <laughs> That's right. And then, so after he finished planking for, again, eight hours, 15 minutes, 15 seconds. How yeah. you doing? You doing okay? No, I'm okay, but it was, it's not the easiest thing. So after he finished planking, he, uh, he finished it off by doing 75 push-ups. What? 75 push-ups. Um, you're like that was fun but i'm kind of bored now let me get my adrenaline up yeah and uh he then announced that he was retiring from probably everything but specifically planking how okay how okay okay i'm trying to wrap my round here's a a quote yeah you think about that he says i have to on how he's able to do it right he says i have to totally disassociate myself from the reality of the clock it's an art and a skill set that I have mastered over the years. When I was growing up, I was fascinated with rock and roll. Van Halen, Motley Crue, Deep Purple. I would watch their videos when MTV came out, and it fascinated me. I always just wished I could be a rock star, 
just for 24 hours to live that dream. The limo rides, the buzz, the hype. I can assure you, for those 8 hours, 15 minutes, and 15 seconds, I was that rock star. What a quote! Woo! Yeah, but will we remember this guy tomorrow? <laughs> like, I don't want to be mean or anything, but did you know Did you know Dong or whatever his name was before this? Wei Dong. What is his name? Uh, uh, Dao, Dao, Mao, Mao Wei Dong. Okay. Yep. Is it Mao space Wei Dong? Correct. Okay. So did we know this Wei Dong <laughs> guy before? Um. No. No. Do you know him now? No. <laughs> so we're gonna we're gonna fit this Greg Hood guy in a little bit, right? Uh, George Hood. What? George Hood. What I say? Greg. Yeah. See what I'm saying? Okay. But he just accomplished a, a, an amazing athletic feat. That's at true. At 62 years old, David. In your, what are you, 30? 31. 31? Give me that year, I've earned it. In your 31 years of life, what is your greatest athletic feat? In my 30 years of life, my greatest athletic feat. 31, don't show yourself. What did I say? 30. Oh, well, in my 31 years of life, uh, almost 32, uh, I expect a gift. I I don't even know when your birthday is. April 8th. Beware the Ides of April. Okay. No, beware the 8th of April. (laughs) Okay, it's the 8th. Minus a week. Not the 9th of April. You said the 9th of April. So the Ides. You don't even know what that's from. The Ides of March. You don't even know what that's from. Shakespeare. Shake it, the spear. Go, just keep going. Uh, the greatest... Okay, one time I was... Uh, what's, what sucks is there weren't a lot of people here to see this. I was on second base. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And... Um, Baseball game. Uh-huh. I was on second base, and uh, we had a sacrifice bunt on. And good old Boyd off Whitwer. We call him Boyd off Whitwer because Boyd off. Yeah, it sounds like Adolf Hitler. So oh we call goodness. him Boyd off Whitwer. Oh my he goodness. made us run a lot. His name was Boyd Whitwer. All right, we, we, yeah. yeah, we call him Boyd off. But he uh, oh, like he still would, is Boyd Whitwer. Right. Every time it was well, man, he's still with us. You can't kill somebody like that on the podcast. <laughs> and he's gone. So yeah. Uh, after games, the other team would like after a double header, the other team would be like packing up and like walking to the bus or leaving. He would light us up on the foul line and make us run, make us run sprints for every error. Um, swung at ball four and uh, feel like base running air and all that stuff. So we would run like seven, eight sprints at the end of a double hitter after yeah. like, oh, Boyd off Whitwer. But I was on second base. We had a suicide bunt on, right? Guy on uh, third base as well. And uh, the bunt goes down and I had a monster lead. It was like the guy forgot I was there. It was great. The pitcher forgot I was there. So I was like full run. I look over at the first baseman who has his back to me picking up the ball with his right hand. Uh-huh. And so instead of stopping at third, I kept going. And I just ran out. I kind of ignored Boyd off, right? Just kept on going. And I actually scored from second base on a su- on a suicide bunt. Wow. Was so, he mad at you? No, no. I mean, he, he used to say uh, a good base runner is uh, is the base runner that gets everything that he can on the given si- in any given situation, right? So if if uh, if you could get a double out of that and you get a double, that's because it's what you can do, right? But a great base runner combines that with speed. And I fortunately had really good speed for about 90 feet, 180 feet. I was pretty fast. So I a quick start, and I could I could get up to speed quickly. Willie Mays so. Hayes speed? Uh, well, you know, not quite that. But, I mean, I was able to score from second base on a, on a suicide bunt with no error. So, I mean, that's pretty good, right? Well done. Yeah. So my peak athletic feat came um, in fifth grade when um, – you know how every, well, at least at our elementary school, we went to the same one. I didn't know you then. I wouldn't have, you know, associated with you at the time because you would have been like in kindergarten. 
Yeah. Uh, well, what, when you were in sixth grade? Fifth grade. Let's do a little bit of math, bro. Okay. So you're three years older than me, right? I'm 35. Yeah. Four. Four. No. Yeah. Three years older than me, right? Because I'm about to turn 32. What year did you graduate high school? Oh, six. Okay. I was oh three. Right. Okay. So three grade difference. Yeah. I would have been so second, grade. second grade. Oh, oh, wow. Sorry. Okay. There's I a, still no, wasn't hanging out with second graders. There is a big difference between second grade and kindergarten. Not you to, have kids. Not, not to a fifth grader, David. That's not true. To a fifth not grader. to a fifth grader. So you're telling me you would have been a shallow jerk back then. Your, to me. your backpack is still bigger than your torso in second grade. <laughs> yeah. No, my, I still have the same backpack from tenth grade. <laughs> yeah. Your sister commented on it. She's like, "Your backpack's ripping." My sister. My sister. Uh, I say your sister. I don't know. My sister, your wife, okay. commented on it today. And she's like, "Your backpack's ripping," and I was like, "I know. It's been ripping for like a year now." Well done on you. To, you know, keep using it. Nike makes quality stuff, man. Well, yeah. I mean, anyways. I was going to make a joke about child labor, but I thought, not the time. Well, we're already here. Go for it. Yeah. Um, okay, so fifth grade. Uh, so at our, our elementary school, there was like a plaque and it had all like the school records, right? Like the mile. Trust right? me. I'm familiar with the records <laughs> plaque because the, my name graces it. The, the, the pull-ups. Okay. So... <coughs> excuse me i uh you're not excused. i decided it was my goal to be on the plaque cool david which i just just curious among the various records one could obtain which do you think um i had the best shot at well you know what i've seen you do a lot is sit okay so i'm gonna say sit and reach booyah yes <laughs> I obliterated that record, David. I, it was like, I left my body and Stretch Armstrong <laughs> possessed me. Okay. I was a good, probably 20 inches past my ankles. Oh my gosh. I mean, I'm exaggerating a bit here. Are you? But, so the thing you have to know about me, David, is that I have a swimmer's torso. Like, I have the same length torso as Michael Phelps. Oh, but you have the same But length. I have the legs of a show pony. <laughs> I, so, have, so you're I have Mike, 80% torso. So you're Mi- Michael Phelps up top, but yeah. little Sebastian on the bottom? Uh, yeah. And so, you know, when I sit down to reach, I cover a lot of ground. I got a lot of ground from the hips up. See, I'm the complete opposite. I'm all legs. Yeah. Right? I am all legs. So when I did the sit and reach, it was like a phenomenal feat to get to zero. <laughs> I usually scored in the negatives. No, no, I think I was like 30-something. Inches? I think. That's insane. I, I remember it being 30-something. I don't know if that was from where they measure from, but... You know what? I planked sit and reach. I did a plank. You sit and reach You always right sit and reach? Yeah, you sit and reach right all now. Right, I'm going to sit and reach. You sit and reach right now. Okay, I have to paint a word picture for the podcast listeners, but here all we right, go. I mean, just so you know, though, I'm not, you know, I'm not in peak condition. I just had... You know, and you expect me to? I had, I had ingrown toenail surgery last week. Not so. affecting the sit and reach. I haven't, I haven't like worked out my my back and my abs seriously in years. And you expect me to do a okay? Give it a sit and reach. Give it, give it a one, two heave. Don't hurt yourself. One, okay, here we go. He's zero. preparing himself. He's rocking. Here comes the sit. Here comes the reach. Oh my gosh! <laughs> that was that's, that's pretty good, right? <laughs> Whoa! What just happened? <laughs> Sh- was- Shades of Elastigirl from Incredibles, right? That was so much further than I anticipated. <laughs> Did you get scared? No, I was just sh- I was so surprised. I was going to say shocked, but then, yeah. oh my gosh. Okay, so I think I think that was safe to say. That was at least a good hand's length, so I would say it's a good... Yeah, I, I think I came up, you know, like uh, a few inches past the, the wrist. Oh my gosh, like when you were rocking back and forth, I was like, he doesn't have it. And all of a sudden it was like... Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That, that was at least seven to ten inches. 
Oh my gosh. That was mm-hmm. shocking. Okay, so based off of just the way that sounded yeah. to the podcast listeners, right. I imagine that your feat of sit and reach was more impressive than my attempt at a plank. Yeah, um, I mean, there was definitely a crowd, right? And there was a reaction. Uh, it was, it was, I I'm mean. Ta- I'm talking about right now during the podcast. Oh, okay. So, yeah, but now tell, paint me the word picture of you breaking the sit and reach record in, in elementary school. Um, I mean, I legitimately broke a sweat, right? Because, you know, I was all hyped up for it. Got limber. And, uh, I mean, I thrust myself with reckless abandon, right, towards my feet, and, uh, like a cobra striking its victim, I plunged my hands, uh, a distance no man had seen, or at least no fifth grader had seen, uh, up until that point, so, you could say I had some admirers, some people, you know, they how'd you do it? Wow. Can you teach me? And like, no, I mean, a, you know, a true professional doesn't share their secrets. Right. I mean, it may be after they retire, right. I'm not going to give the competition, you know, all, all the, all the ins and outs and, uh, of, of the sit and reach David. It's a very complex technique that I employ. So, and, uh, you know, some, some might say I was born with it. Um, no, maybe, 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 yeah. Did you think the same joke I did at the same yeah, time? Yeah, I did. We should be friends. I anticipated it. Yeah. You anticipated it, or did you follow my lead? No, 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 no. I was, I was there uh, as I was saying it. So. Sure. Yeah. Did, uh, do your abs hurt? No, I don't have abs. Mine don't hurt either. Yeah. <laughs> they're, I'm, they're fine. Yeah, I retired my abs a long time ago. You retired your yeah, abs? Yeah, they're gone. They're no more abs. I think scientifically that may not be accurate, but cool. So today's show is going to be different, David. Why is that? Because um, there's like no sports. Yeah. I mean, basketball just came back from the All-Star break, but it's still not super interesting until the playoffs happen. Trey Young put up a 50-burger. Yeah. And Bradley Beal put up 53 and then 55 the next game. And he lost both times. <laughs> he looks so grumpy. Granted, one of those times was to the Bucks in overtime, right? So, like, valiant effort. Yeah. But, yeah, he's... There are players, right, throughout the history of sports that have these amazing games or amazing seasons, but they're on just horrible teams. And so they don't get the acclaim one might have if they played for the Los Angeles Lakers or the New York Yankees. It doesn't matter what team you play for. You do amazing things on a championship team. You'll Mm -hmm. be remembered forever. If you do amazing things on a runner up team and you're a loser forever, it's the weirdest thing we do in sports. I had another Cowboys fan at school today, start talking trash to me. And I was like, dude, your team watched the Super Bowl from the couch while my team played in it, and you're going to give me a hard time for my team losing the Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, it's well, just one like, of the weirdest things we do in well, sports. Well, I mean, that, I get that, you know, being a Dodger fan, you look, anytime there's a post for the Dodgers, it's like chokers, right? And it's like, but they made it, like, to the yeah. World Like, you know how hard that is to make it to the World Series? And then to do it two years in a row? Yeah. Your and- team choked in the regular season. So <laughs> yeah. who's the real choker? Right. The chokers who choke into the re- in the regular season or the chokers who choke in the playoffs? Yeah. But of course, everyone, it, it really is, it's the defense of the loser. Mm-hmm. To point at the team that got second place when you didn't even compete for the top well, 10. And it makes everyone feel better to dance on, on the, the grave, right? Especially um, a rival. Uh, right? That's right, yeah. Um, but anyway, like I, like we were saying, there's there's not a whole lot of like super compelling mainstream sports stuff. So this week, we bring you un-mainstream sports talk. Okay? I want to start with boxing. Let's go. Because boxing, uh, among the things that happened in sports world over the last week, perhaps the biggest thing was the Wilder Fury rematch. Wilder Fury 2, David. 
for those not familiar with uh, Wilder Fury, um, Deontay Wilder, that's his name, right? It's not Gene Wilder. I learned that <laughs> earlier today. <laughs> that would have been a very quick fight. I think Gene Wilder's dead. If not, he's got to be super close to it. R.I.P. Just in case. Conditional R.I.P. I'll uh, I'll check. I'll do some research. Keep going. I'll okay. do some research. Go ahead. You're an iMessage. Well, this is the first <laughs> app that came up. Dude. Okay. I'm just like, okay. we stop looking at my phone. Okay. Okay. That was super like, ugh. No, isn't that much. one of the most invasive things? For some reason, it is. Like, even if I'm okay, like I, I could be doing something totally innocuous. I could be writing a work email. If someone like looks over my shoulder, I get so uh, weirded out by it, right? And I like bring the phone close to my chest, you would think I'm doing something inappropriate. But it's just the reaction. I don't know. You feel like there should be some veil of privacy, but no. No. Uh, Gene Wilder, still with us? His name is Jerome Silberman. I like Gene Wilder better. It's probably why I changed it. Yeah. So one time, Zach Galifianakis was doing stand-up or maybe um, doing SNL, and someone was like, so is it hard, like, having a... Didn't, didn't you consider a stage name? And he was like, Zach Galifianakis is my stage name. And then he like, like what's your real name? And he That's gives right. him like crazy long Greek name. Gene Wilder, uh, he probably did that because um, Jewish last name, right? I imagine that's what he did. Right. That's a, that's sad, but probably true. At the time, that was a pretty common thing. Gene Wilder was born. Mel Brooks, right? Not Mel Brooks. Yeah. Uh, what's the other one? Um, there's another one. Larry David. His his brother. Is is, what is his last name? name? I don't remember, but it's not David. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jerry Seinfeld. Yeah. Wait, wait, huh? What? What's going on? <laughs> Why are you confusing me? Gene Wilder, born June 11th, 1933. Died August 29th, 2016. Oh, yeah. So we lost him a few years ago. R.I.P. Gene. Um, one of the best actors, really. I mean, like, do you ever see a movie he's in and think, ah, he's not giving it his all? Like, I feel like he was laying it all out there every time I've seen him. Granted, I haven't seen many of his movies. Have you seen two of his movies? Yes. You've seen Young Frankenstein and you've seen uh, Willy Wonka. Willy Wonka. And then uh, he was in a movie with Richard Pryor that I saw. I can't remember the name of it right now. And then he was in... uh, um, uh, What's the... The the musical. The producers? Yes, the producers. Springtime for for Hitler Hitler and Germany. So David's not just making that. For Poland and France. Which is actually a really funny musical. There's some inappropriate stuff in there, right? But uh, it's it's a really funny one. Anyways, why were we talking about Gene Wilder? Deontay Wilder. Boxed. Tyson Fury. They're both undefeated. But this is the second time they fought. Yeah, so the first fight ended in a draw. Mm-hmm. And it's only the third time in boxing history that two heavyweights have faced each other in a rematch after they'd drawn. Really? Yeah. This the first a- being uh, Rocky and Apollo? No, those are fake guys. Oh. They were fake guys in a movie. By fake, you mean movie? Fiction. Documentary. No, not real fiction movie. Sylvester Stallone There's is a statue a, of him. Okay, yeah. Sylvester Stallone is an actor. Okay. Okay, what actors do, Anthony, is. Are you they, thinking Frank Stallone? No, no, no. Not, okay. I'm not talking about the musician Frank Stallone. Oh, okay. I'm talking about actor Sylvester Stallone, sometimes yeah. called Sly Stallone. Okay. okay. And also, you'll know the this. The cat, Sylvester. No. That's Warner Brothers cartoon. Rambo. Okay. Rambo. Okay. Same guy. Well, there's definitely similarities. Definitely similarities. Yeah. In appearance and way of speaking, and name. Perfect example of this. Okay. Okay. You 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 seem to know this quote documentary really well, right? Yes, Rocky. The guy who plays Apollo. Can you picture him? I like 
all of the volumes of them. Of the documentary? Yes. Okay, so I want you to picture the guy who plays Apollo. Okay, in your case, who is Apollo, okay? Okay. Now, imagine the bounty hunter clan leader in The Mandalorian. Okay. Same dude. Yeah, he does look the same. No, no, no. no. But he's like, looks like 30 years older. Because he is. Because the movies were filmed 30 years apart. I mean, it's possible that Apollo Creed, it would have been possible, but he died. Ivan Drago uh, murdered him, killed him in the boxing ring. You have to say spoiler in, alert in, for that in, one in the, four, in the fourth volume of the documentary. The fourth movie in the series. It's okay. a movie. It's a fictional movie. I mean, Rocky single-handedly ended the Cold War. The Cold War's still going on. I don't know, like... How could the Cold War possibly be going on with global warming? Oh Answer me that. This is, this is going off the rails so fast, and you're doing it on purpose. And it's becoming, at first it was cute and endearing, and now it's like, all right, dude, like, tighten it up. Tighten it up. So Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury. Before, before we move on, before oh, we move yes. on okay. please tell the people, you know that Rocky's not a documentary. Just I, from my own no, peace of mind. It's not, it's not a documentary. It okay. is the greatest documentary. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, and I draw inspiration from my, my childhood hero, Rocky Balboa, every day. And I'm sure, I'm sure. You know how many raw eggs I've eaten, David? Have you ever done that? Straight up real talk? I did it for a while. You did it? I did it. I drank like three raw eggs every morning for like a month. For what purpose? To bulk up. And how'd that go? (laughs) Why'd you laugh when you said that? (laughs) Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to laugh. Was that audible? You saw me plank for like a minute and a half, right? It It worked. It was a minute. Shut up, dude. It was a minute and a half. Did you see me reach 80 inches? Your whole body isn't 80 inches. <laughs> no, the, uh, gosh, what were we even talking about? I don't even Why remember. are you bulking up? Did it work? I gained a little bit of weight. What happened to but it? But it tasted yucky. You know what it tastes like? It actually kind of tastes like chicken. Interesting. Yeah, I'm not even lying. You should try it. I would, I would just not try and taste it, though. You just go straight. Oh, you gotta shoot it, right? Yeah. But it's hard to shoot three raw eggs, right? And I wasn't gonna do one egg at a time. I'm not mm-hmm. gonna put myself through that one egg. Gag it down, one egg, gag oh, it down. You know, nah. I saw a dude break an egg, and the yolk, and it came out and everything, but inside the egg was another egg. What? So it had the full-on yolk, but then another egg. So like an egg an in a egg shell? An egg inside an egg. It was a Russian egg. We had a we had a Russian nesting doll situation. Yeah. And an egg. Mm-hmm. I don't believe you. There's video evidence, All and right, nothing can be out. faked in 2020. That's the rule. Nothing can be faked in 2020. That's right. It's all real on the internet. Did so, you see that deep fake of Tom Holland yeah. and Robert Downey Jr. Michael J. Fox. Michael J. F- no, yeah, and Robert well, Downey Jr. Yes, right. Playing uh, Doc and Marty. Yes, in Back to the Future. Yeah, nothing can be faked except for everything. That's incredible. What's actually incredible is how much Tom Holland actually looks like Marty. Looks like Michael J. Fox. Yeah. Maybe they're the same person. In a documentary, Anthony. You know, I hadn't considered that. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> two massive heavyweights. Two of the three best heavyweights, okay? The other one being Anthony Joshua, who uh, who lost, uh, but then, uh, who lost to, what's his name, Ruiz, something like that, about a year ago, and then he had a rematch, won back all his belts. So, he... Uh, I want to give, give a funny nickname to... Uh, uh, to Ruiz, he's kind of big. He's kind of yeah, kind of fluffy. big guy. I don't know what to call him though. Like something like a, um, uh, I don't know. I'll think of something. 
Yeah. Keep going. I'll, well, I'll he, he's Hispanic, so maybe you can use that. There's definitely going to be an Ito in there. There's going to be an Ito in his nickname. You can, I guarantee, or maybe an, an Aso. Aso. Yeah, yeah, there's an Ito or an Aso. Oh, in Argentina, they go on Ason sometimes. Like, yeah. Something's yeah. really big. Oh, que cabezazón, which wow. means what a giant head that guy the has. melon head. Yeah. yeah. Cabezazón. Cabezazonazón. So the last, last fight, it, you know, Fury was probably the better technician. Wilder hit, landed the bigger punches and, and actually knocked Fury down. Uh, Fury's from, I think, England, right? Yep. And uh, Wilder's from the United States, from USA. Alabama, maybe. USA. And uh, anyways, they, they have the rematch, and Fury just dominates Wilder the whole match. I mean, it was... What, three knockdowns? Uh, at least two, maybe three. And um, one of the knockdowns in the third round, he ba- he, you see after he punches him, Deontay Wilder's bleeding from his ear, which is a sign that he broke his eardrum, right? Which basically our eardrums are like cat's whiskers, right? Is what he helps us to have equilibrium, have balance. And so from then on, Wilder was shaky. He didn't have his legs. He kind of looked tired from, and I didn't see the whole fight, but I did listen to some analysis 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 how do you say that word analysis thank you uh of the fight and uh and they were saying he he looked out of shape almost or tired from the get-go and something that was really kind of crazy was he actually gave an explanation as to why he seemed tired right so (laughs) deontay wilder uh said that his legs were weakened by his 45-pound costume that he wore into the ring to honor Black History Month. So this like elaborate getup on. I don't know how. Uh, I don't know how dressing up like Sauron from Lord of the Rings is celebrating <laughs> Black History. I don't see the well, connection there. I don't. I don't quite get the connection either. That's okay. What I don't understand is how a professional boxer can't hold 45 pounds for two minutes that's without like, getting tired right that's like less than that's like so like, little for him right? like that's right like i have a daughter who's like in the high 30s right and i will carry her through the store or up the stairs and it's like you just do, it doesn't wreck the rest of my outing you right. know i'm yeah. not like tired the rest of the day because of it yeah i think about your backpack like in high school or college and like you have three or four textbooks in there, you know what yep. I'm talking about? That's got to get close to 25, 30 pounds, right? Sure. It's all that stuff. And then, well, maybe that's an exaggeration. But you know. walk around all day with a backpack like that and it doesn't kill you. You know what yeah. I mean? So, I don't know. What I do know is Gene Wilder didn't stand a chance in that fight from the beginning. No, sorry, he did not. Right? So, they're probably going to have a rematch sometime later this year. Yeah, Wilder exercised. They had a clause in their contract for the fight, and, and Wilder exercised that clause uh, to have a rematch in the summer. So interestingly, this is something I don't understand about boxing. So if Wilder wins this fight, not only will he win the Chocolate Factory back, mm. but he will also yeah. get all the belts back and be, be the heavyweight champion, even though they've only they've boxed three times, they've tied once, and he's won once, and he's lost once. Right? So mm. technically they're even. But he'll be the champion because he's the last one to win. Do they go for a fourth time to kind of settle it again? Or does that kind of go away? Don't know what's in the contract. Maybe. I mean, I wouldn't want to fight the same guy that many times in a row, right? You wouldn't unless it's like he's obviously the best challenger and you're making $50 million a fight. Maybe you would. I don't know. But Anthony Joshua's out there too. I think after this fight, 
Yeah, I, I think if Fury wins, I would I could definitely see him fighting Anthony Joshua just because they're both from England, or at least from the UK. I don't know which country. I don't know if one's Welsh. I don't know if one's Scottish. I don't keep track. Northern Ireland. What are the other countries over there, Anthony? Regular Ireland. What else? But got? they're not part of the UK. Uh huh. That's it. On the island, it's just Scotland. England and Wales, and then you got, you know, Northern Ireland. I thought Wales was like whales, like the animal. What? I thought they were named after the animal. Why? Because when you're a kid, of course, I I heard of whales first, like the blowhole having whales. Yeah. And so I thought maybe the country was named after the animal, the whales. No, it's named after the Welsh that occupied the land. Yeah, I know that now. I'm talking about when I was a kid. Like, when you were sitting and reaching, I was gaining knowledge. Um, Learning. You should watch more documentaries like me. Uh, what, like Rocky? Uh, yes. Well, for starters. Learn some American history. After that, I'll watch the, uh, I'll watch the Vietnam documentary Rambo. Mm-hmm. So, Tyson Fury is an interesting dude. First of all, after he won, he started singing Bye Bye Miss American Pie. You're such a... Okay. What's up? If you're from England, yeah. why would you sing, like, a quintessential American song? Why don't you bust out some Ed Sheeran? Or like it's his so, favorite song. It's his favorite song. Maybe I don't know. But I mean, you can't just don't give me maybes here. Do some research. Well, maybe it was a diss, like "Bye Bye Miss American Pie," like Deontay Wilder's "The American Bye Bye." Maybe I don't know. Why? Why do I have to do the research? I'm just providing the facts. David. I looked up you're, Gene, the, you're a color commentary. On I looked the story. up the Gene Wilder stuff. That was yeah. my thing. Shame they lost that. Awesome, you provided facts about something not related to our story. Rude. <laughs> The craziest part of this fight, though, it wasn't the 45-pound costume. It wasn't the singing of American Pie, Miss American Pie. I don't even know what the name of that song is. You know, driving your Chevy to the levee, whiskey and rye, this be the day that I die, all that stuff. One that the, song. One of the best Weird Al parodies ever done. <laughs> uh, can you give us some? Oh, um, a long, long time ago, in a galaxy far away, Naboo was under an attack. And I thought me and Qui-Gon Jinn could talk the Federation into maybe cutting them a little slack. Wow. But their response, it didn't thrill us. They locked the doors and tried to kill us. Did not expect We escaped from that gas and met Jar Jar and Boss Nass. We took a bongo from the scene and we went to Thede to see the Queen. We all wound up on Tatooine. That's where we found this boy. My, my, this here Anakin guy. Maybe Vader someday later, now he's just a small fry. And he left his home and kissed his mommy goodbye, saying soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. You literally Soon I'm gonna be a Jedi. Mm -mm. Do I keep going? Mm -mm -mm. No. It was really good, though. Thank you. I want to hear you keep singing it later, though. Okay. Uh, All right, David. So the, the, the craziest part of this fight, you know where I'm going with this. It was Fury going all Shakira on 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 Wilder's neck, licking his own blood. He licked the dude's blood. Licking the other guy's blood. He licked his blood. It was crazy. It was gross and icky. It was super icky. And before the fight, he said, I'm going to taste his blood. And then he or did. I want to taste his blood. And he actually did. Most of the time when See, guys say that, they don't actually do it. First of all, like, coronavirus... No concern there. That's your only concern? 
Or what if he eats the blood and gets little Deontay Wilders grown inside him? Clones. I don't think that's how that works exactly. Well, maybe we'll find out in nine months. Imagine if he comes back like super cut, because Tyson Fury isn't like the the cuttest guy. Like Fury, if you look at the two guys, he has the strength of one six nine Englishman. Yep. Plus little tiny fetus Deontay Wilders. I mean, I don't love that you threw fetus in there. Well, whatever the blood turns into. Nothing. Okay. Like, it probably just gets, like, All right, I don't excreted. believe that. I definitely don't believe that. Well, okay, oh, ooh, ooh, uh-huh. something just came to me, and this is important for this conversation. Okay. Do they have the same blood type? Oh, because if not, then Fury all of a sudden has a new blood type? <laughs> don't think that's how that works. Don't think that's how that works. We gotta watch more documentaries about science. Yeah. Oh, I hear Armageddon's a really good documentary about yes. astronomy. I've always been interested in the drilling industry. The drilling industry? So that's yes. where you want to go? You want to go for some Armageddon? Yes. Learn about oil rigs and drilling equipment and stuff? <laughs> so, Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson recently has said that that movie had the most errors, of uh, the most scientific errors in uh, out of any movie in history. Really? Were there mm-hmm. like fire explosions in space and stuff like that? He had all I sorts of remember. problems with it. Like the, the way the ships, the, the way the rockets worked, the way they took off. I think they used the moon as a slingshot to, to slingshot themselves. To catch up to the oh, asteroid or something. Moon slingshot trick. Yeah. I mean, we do it all the time, right? I mean, it's no big deal. Hmm. I don't understand space travel. It's like traveling in, uh, you know, just not air. So imagine, like, not air and traveling. But, like, how do you go faster? Because what are you pushing off of? No, the, the explosion... How do you accelerate in space? The, the fuel is pushing on yourself, right? So the fuel pushes on you and it is, huh? is exhausted at the back. And that's makes you go. But what does it push? I mean, like, typically, right, you push against something. Mm-hmm. And then and then whatever's pushing moves in the opposite direction of that something that's being pushed on. Oh, oh, it's simple. You actually move space then. Oh, really? Yeah, so space is moving. You know what? I don't believe in time. Uh-huh. I don't think time exists. I'm not sure I agree with that. No, no. We're 31 minutes, 34 minutes into the podcast. Okay, good. This will only take me about you 25 minutes. You planked for one minute. Okay, this will only take me about 25 seconds okay. to explain, okay? Uh, time is a construct made by men to help us make sense of our cyclical natures. Okay. But it doesn't really exist. Well, all right. Okay. I don't really have a reply to that, David. That's because it's true. I don't know how to reply to that. Because um, it is a basic universal truth time does not exist so that's the end of the boxing segment oh we did boxing there i think so we yeah. talked about a guy licking blood we did it there's like been a... a lot of like kind of nasty stories lately like that soccer fight last week that was crazy huh yeah i've heard i got some feedback on that people were both mortified and uh and uh hmm impressed by our breakdown nice well you know that's what we were going for we were hoping for mortification followed by oh these guys know what they're talking about when it comes to the penis biting not mortification one person understood that (laughs) one person got that wow so david again continuing with our non-mainstream sports sure rodeo yeah yeah perhaps the most famous rodeoer of all time was unveiled uh, over the weekend. If you're famous, how do you 
why do you need to be unveiled? Because people didn't know he was famous. Then he wasn't famous. Mm. Good point. Have you ever heard the name Mason Saunders? Well, uh, this puts me in a tough spot, Anthony. And let me explain. Let me peel back the curtain for the audience, if you will. Okay. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. Uh, do you want me to expose some secrets here? Or do you want me to just keep going through? Uh, sure. To which one? Yes. Keep going. But David, have you heard of Mason Saunders? Nope. Well, you hadn't until this weekend, right? Yes. Okay. Uh, Mason Saunders is the alias of none other than newly acquired Diamondbacks pitcher Madison Bumgarner. Mad Bum. Madison Bumgarner. Mad Bum is what I get when I eat sushi. Former World Series MVP. Uh, three-time? Three-time champion with the San Francisco Giants. They had a run, dude. They did. <laughs> and, uh, and Madison Bumgarner is not content to, you know, go on vacation in Florida or some exotic location in the offseason. No, Madison Bumgarner is a professional rodeoer. Rodeoer? Rodeoer. Cowboy. Cowboy, roper. Uh, in the off season, he rodeos under the alias Mason Saunders, and no one knew until this week. I want to know how many events he did. He actually won money doing it, right? He won money being a rodeo guy. I don't know what events he did, but you know what I want? I want. I think it was so- team roping, something like that. Right? Nice. I want Tim Kirkshen to break down. Like the ballad of, of of what's his name? Not Madison, Marion. What's his name? Megan. Was was it? What's Who are you talking about? Mason. 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 Mason I want I want Tim Kirkshen to break down the ballad of Mason Saunders. Madison Bowler is a weird dude. First of all, he said he dated or kissed a girl in high school who had the same name as him. Do you hear that? <laughs> he kissed a Madison. Yes. Well, no, a Madison Bumgarner. Oh, I think was the case. Well, still, like, maybe not. Maybe it's just Madison. Right. But still, that I I mean, you have a name like that, right? That's like a, that's like a Pat kissing a Pat. Mm. You know what I mean? Some people say, what's that? That's just Pat. Also, North Carolina, I didn't know there were many cowboys there, but he's definitely like backwoods guy, right? Oh, yeah. Um, him and uh, him and uh, Hunter Pence. So this is like the only thing I like about Madison Bumgarner. Because he's thing? a giant, right? Oh, so, yeah. you know, I have to, buy, just by my, my loyalty to the Dodgers, I have to dislike everything about him. But now that he's a Diamondback, I only have to dislike 80% of the things about him. So this is the thing I'm going to allow myself to like about him. That he rodeos in his spare time, which it would have to be a total violation of his contract with the team, right? But but maybe he was in the in-between period where his contract was over with the Giants and he hadn't been uh, signed by the Diamondbacks yet. Well, I don't know. I, I would love for him to go into like his GM's office and be like, show me where it says I can't rodeo. Show me where it says I can't rodeo. <laughs> He's like, page 15, Madison. <laughs> Do not rodeo. Okay. <laughs> It's like, oh, well, Noted. Madison Bumgarner never rodeoed, so... That's right. The uh, the Giants' uh, single affiliate, the San Jose Giants, which seems awfully close, right, to the, the to San Francisco to have a, a minor league affiliate. Isn't that a good idea? But single A, when are you going to promote someone from single A to the big team? I don't know. Um, the San Jose Giants, they're going to have a Mason Saunders night, which I think is just awesome. Oh, these poor minor league teams. Could you imagine being in PR for the minor league team? It's like, uh, here you go. Here's a shoestring. Go make some money with this shoestring. That was a joke about shoestring budgets. Got it. Okay, just making sure. Because you looked at me like that. It wasn't that funny. And I was like, that was really funny. Why aren't you laughing? All right, David. What's up? To continue our non-mainstream sports talk. Yep. At least for us, this would be 
I'm sure has been widely covered by many people, especially in Canada. But did you know that uh, hockey is the most unathletic sport ever? What? Yeah. Why? I used to think it was probably one of the more athletic sports. They're running around on ice with swords attached to their feet. Yeah. I used to think that it took skill. What? But now I've learned anyone can do it. It's not a hard thing. Did you know that, David? It's just an easy thing to do. Have you been on ice before? Have you walked on ice? Have you ice skated before? Yeah, um, I've done all those things. I haven't done them well, but apparently you don't need to to succeed in hockey. Because a 42-year-old Zamboni driver uh, debuted as an NHL goalie and won. Oh. How does this happen? Because hockey is a weird sport. It's Canadian, mostly, and kind of Russian. And they have this weird rule that the home team has to provide an emergency goalie in the event that the goalies for any given team are injured and can't re-enter the game. Well, this happened uh, when the Carolina Hurricanes were playing the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, over the weekend. And and two of the, the two Carolina Hurricane goalies went down with injury. And so the Toronto Maple Leafs were the home team. So they provided their head of operations, manager of operations, uh, Dave Ayers, who has driven a Samboni, yes. Uh, they, made, they, they designated him as the emergency goalie. He was suited up, and he went in, 42-year-old. He gave up a couple goals. He went in 6-1, but they ended up winning the game 6-3. And it wasn't because like, there wasn't any time left, right? Uh, there was enough time, and I guess this doesn't, it's not like a super uncommon occurrence. Like, this happens from time to time, and usually the emergency goalie just gets pounded. Right. But he only gave up two goals, and he had a number of saves. Dude, that's awesome. That's a really cool story. It makes me feel like I could, you know, like, plank forever or something like that. I think, (laughs) I don't think that would happen. But I guess if you had to be, like, subbed in to any sport, Hockey goalie, I assume there's a lot of skill involved, but you could probably get 80% there just by standing still, right? Like, if you're of any kind of size, okay, and you place yourself in front of a hockey goal is not, a hockey net is not very big, David. Yeah, yeah. It's not, we're not talking soccer here, okay? We're talking hockey, where the goalie is taller than the net and almost as wide, okay? There are very few shelves in that net upon which you can place the puck. And so, usually on the top. And so... Oh, now I get it. Yes. And so, if you had to be an emergency professional athlete, it seems like hockey goalie is one of the easier ones to do a somewhat okay job. I would like to be a maybe a soccer midfielder because, like, none of the goals are happening in my area of the field, right? So I can't, like, really... I could play in the middle of the field and just, like, run around a lot and, like, try to harass some people. And like, just get the ball away to like yeah. my offensive players really quick. So I imagine that wouldn't be too bad either. But I can't imagine baseball getting like thrown into a situation. Mm, to baseball me, would be really tough, right? That would be the equivalent of like the catchers going down and like coming in to catch a game. Oh, that'd be a nightmare. Basketball, you get exposed super quick. Oh yeah, football, you would die. Football, you yeah, you would definitely die. I mean, you could be like the the wideout, a la Jay Cutler, right? Mm. Like the decoy wideout. Yeah. You know, put you or me in the slot. You'd probably be more convincing than me in the slot. 
But, um, yeah. Not anymore. You've lost a ton of weight. Well, thank you, David. Um, Yeah, someone mentioned the other day that I was shrinking, which is true in some sense, right? Like, horizontally, I'm shrinking. Yep. But not vertically. Vertically, I'm actually increasing. Come again for Big Fudge? (laughs) Come again for Big Fudge? No, it just looks like I'm getting taller because as I, as I become less wide, I just appear to be taller. Oh, right? okay. So it's like what? a trick of the mind, trick yeah. of the eye. Mm-hmm. Okay, I got you, I got you. Kind of like wearing vertical stripes makes you look chubby or something like that. I don't. Know I think it's horizontal. Is. Horizontal stripes make you. Yeah. So these like are the that. types of things people like me know, David. Oh. You don't have to worry oh. yourself with that. Have you stepped up your suspenders game, by the way? Um. No. I mean, I don't have new suspenders, but I do continue to wear them. Yeah, is it like an everyday thing now, or do you wear your belt sometimes? Because if um, I were you, I'd be suspenders for life. I don't wear a belt to work anymore, no. Um, I wear suspenders pretty much every day. Um, it's hard now, though, because my clothes are not fitting as well, and so when I wear suspenders with the ill-fitting clothes, it looks a little sloppy because they're like uh, little baggy. folded, folded on, it, on itself and stuff like that. So I need to probably go shopping soon, but at the same time, I project to lose more weight i have a lot more to lose still so it's like do i go for the new wardrobe now only to have to replace it again in five months solution you get an incremental pant and that's it so you do one pair of pants every now and again like so every couple months buy a pair of pants that you can wear in situations where you need to look extra sharp mm-hmm. right and that can be your like your fancy pants yeah right and then your other pants can be like little more sloppy pants you're like no no important meetings no important things to go to or something like that yeah and then in a few more months and those are starting to get a little baggy. You get another pair of fancy pants. I like the name fancy pants. That's the only reason I'm doing it. I, w- I would buy pants that were called fancy pants. As <gasps> long as they didn't have sequins. Also, I think it's a great band name. Fancy pants? Welcome to the stage. Fancy pants! I think that sounds better than it would actually be. I think people, like... It'd be funny to say once, but then if you had to call yourself fancy pants for 40 years if you made it big... No, I imagine like a British band coming on the stage with fancy pants, right? I could see that happening for years and years. I don't know. There's some bad, bad names out there. I mean, Beatles, objectively, not a great name. Yeah. But we associate it as like, you know, it's associated with the greatest rock band of all time. Exactly. Boring. You would have to be super good or really bad to have the name Fancy Pants. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. You couldn't be like um, the Killers, right? Like, who do these people think they are? Yeah, they're good, but they're not They're not the Beatles. Taking back Sunday? Who took Sunday away from you? Mumford and Sons. What? How many children you got? Yeah. And is it the whole band? Are they all related? Weird. Hanson? That one I get, though. Oh, okay. But it's like, it's, it's, it's lazy. Right? Like the Jackson mm-hmm. 5. How many of us are there? There are five of us. We're the five Jacksons. It's like, well, let's switch it around. We're the Jackson 5. That sounded very Brian Regan-esque. Look, General, I'm walkie and talkie. Are you walkie and talkie, General? By the way, I got some more verses of uh, of uh, the Sirannikin guy, if you want me to buzz that up. That's okay. I have a feeling this is going to be our most turned-off episode of all time. Like, people, there's various points with uh, during this podcast where people are like, yeah, I'm kind of done with this one. <laughs> okay, well, uh... So if anyone's still listening... Should we do another test? Yeah, okay. Okay, so last time we did... Well, we did your suspender story, I this think, is right? This suspender story, yeah. Uh, what, remind us what happened to that story. Remind you? Yeah. I was walking in the store, 
and my front left suspender came undone and smacked me in the face. Yeah. <laughs> and a light, and right before it happened, a lady like rounded a corner and was walking towards me and just stopped in her tracks. And she started kind of like put her hand over her mouth and started kind of giggling. And that was that was the story. I love that story so much. Yeah. It makes me so happy. Um, several times I've had where I've like sat down or made, you know, did a sit and reach or something. And uh, where there was just too much string put on the suspenders and one popped up. Uh, it happens in church from time to time, but I've got the jacket on so no one knows. Uh, how, has, how many times has it hit you in the face? Well, just twice. Just twice? Yeah. That's like two times too many though. Once in the glasses where like if I were not wearing glasses, if I were wearing contacts that day, I may have an eye patch right now. Dang, you would look so cool with an eye patch. <laughs> I probably would. I'd look very Thor-like. Yeah. Um, so should we, should I tell, uh, should I tell a story and we'll see if uh, anyone responds to anything with the... I don't know. Last time you were prompted to tell a story like this, you gave... Like you said, broccoli or something. It was terrible. Like I got one in the holster though. You ready for this? Okay. So uh, I have um, I have a meeting uh, every other day at my school. The last period of the day is a time where I meet with some other teachers. Okay. And I have about 15 minutes between the end of one class, the passing period, and then uh, to gather myself and get whatever materials I need for this meeting or whatever, and then I go to this meeting, right? Yeah. Every other day. And so I'm sitting in my classroom. I'm getting those things together. I'm grabbing my stuff. I'm getting ready to walk out the door and go to that meeting. Okay. And just before I get to the door, I'm like, oh, wait, I really need to fart. Oh. I'm going to fart now so yeah. that I don't disturb the meeting with right. my fart. Yes. All right. So I let one go. And as soon as I fart and I go, ooh, that stinks, <laughs> knock on the door. I've definitely heard this story before. Have you told it on the pod? Have I? I don't know. We uh, can keep going. Knock on the door. Okay. We all know where this is going. We've all been there. Yeah. I'm like, I, they, they see me because I'm right by the door. So yeah. I can't just stand there. So I open the door and there's a student. It's like, oh, hey, Mr. Anderson. And she walks in. It was a boy or girl. I don't remember. But a student walks into the door yeah. right through my wafting fart Gross. and turns in something and then walks out. And I was like, oh, my gosh, that person had to know that I just hot boxed this thing <laughs> hard. Gross. Okay, so that, that can be the embarrassing story for the uh, to see if anyone listened to the end so, of the podcast. Uh, if, I, you, if you know us personally, text me or David. Or email the show, subjectivelycorrect at gmail.com. We're also on the Faces book now, so you can find us on Facebook yeah, and message us. friend us on Facebook. Uh, website's still there. Not much to do there. Just kind of leads you back to the podcast. So if you're already listening, probably don't need to go there. Anything else? Okay. No, I got nothing. Sorry to disappoint you all this week. <laughs> Sports needs to be better, though. Sorry, we're only as good as the input. I disagree. I think this is one of our best shows. Okay. We talked about Gene Wilder. I did a, American hero, Rocky Balboa. Uh-huh. I did a plank. You were very confused about movies. Excuse me? Yeah. Uh, you did a sit and reach. That still blew my mind. Like, I want to see you do it again. Like You can't repeat that. I bet you hurt yourself. Yeah, I no longer have a groin. <laughs> the groin exploded. I regret that. Instant regret.